and welcome to the Midlife Manifesto podcast. My name's Leslie Ellis and this is the show where through the stories of my wonderful friends, we celebrate and commiserate, share the ups and the downs and the challenges and opportunities that midlife brings. Today I have with me the fabulous Joe Arden. Hi Joe. Hi. Now Joe and I actually have never met, but we are kind of like sisters <laughs> we're back in time sisters joe <laughs> part of the back in time family we are indeed so joe for those of you that are not watching it and if you're not why not joe is currently on a program on bbc2 at eight o'clock on a tuesday um in a program called back in time for the corner shop which explores the history of the corner shop through the um late 19th century and through the 20th century and it is absolutely bloody brilliant i'm loving every minute of it so joe um everyone always asks me when we're talking about back in time for tea how how did you get into it well i it kind of popped up on my facebook and i sort of ignored it a bit and then it popped up again on my facebook you know what they were wanting people in that area in our area uh, and then i thought oh you know, we'd had a really sort of up and down year. You know, both of us had got parents who were ill and older two kids had gone off to university and I'd turned 50 and it were like, you know, oh, just go for it and fill it in, thinking nothing would happen at all. Um, and then we sort of, you know, we got the phone call. We did a telephone interview, a Skype interview. They came to our house and they did a bit of filming. And then, then yeah, we were down to the last two families and it was suddenly like, oh, you're the family. And it was like, ah what have we done <laughs> I think it's so funny when you, you you're telling my story yeah. you're telling exactly my story so I did that we did the same thing I saw it come up on Facebook I um I thought because I'm an absolute massive fan of the show yeah, we Are love you? the show yeah we, we we watch the show that I even remember watching I think one of your episodes and saying oh god I can't imagine wanting to do that but then I did then, then I applied for it <laughs> bizarrely well uh, funnily enough after just before I was broadcast a um a facebook memory came up popped up and it said um back in time for dinner fantastic tv loved it <laughs> the irony you know it's just you never yeah. think no not at all never for one minute did i think that we'd actually and, and now it seems surreal when you're watching yourself on television and you know and it's your family on the sort of i play a picture and you think how weird <laughs> it, is it is weird it's bizarre. i know and, and we i'm still not used to it now no. I, actually so far i was we recorded i was two and a half years ago yeah. and it was broadcast about the same time yeah. two years ago and now it's as if it never happened mm. yeah it's it, and I, I just think it is it's such a surreal experience and for your friends and family as well i mean my work colleague said yesterday it is so weird seeing somebody who you work with every day on mainstream television it's like it's bizarre it just seems a bit sort of unreal but I, I can imagine even now it's so like you know we, we filmed back in the summer but it just seems a long time ago uh, mm. and it's but such happy memories and yeah brilliant yeah same absolutely the same so we we kind of did the same the facebook thing i i was sharing that facebook post like mad <laughs> yeah i think i put a post on my facebook saying 
I've done something really random tonight. I've filled this, you know, this application form in. And then when we actually revealed, you know, to other people, because obviously family and friends knew but, uh, that we it were going to be on TV and, you know, that we'd been picked, they were like, oh, God, I can remember you putting that on, and you know, and think. And a couple of friends had said, I thought at that point it, you'll get picked because I just think other people have said that all along. We knew it'd be you. We knew you'd get picked. So, but I never we didn't at all we didn't think we'd get picked yeah well you don't really know what they're looking for do you not at all um and i don't yeah i'm not sure i think we're quite normal uh, i'd like to think i'd like to think (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah even when we you know when they came and they were filming us you're kind of thinking what what are they looking for what do they want and i think they don't want a sort of actory type family and I know there were a lot of families what applied what you know the kids were in stage school and things like that and and I think they didn't you know from what I can you know from talking to people I think they don't want that they want somebody who's quite natural so I think possibly Mm. for us we we'd said that our kids it were our kids that got us the gig I'm absolutely certain yeah I, Mm. I think yeah likewise I think it were you know um they're quite funny um you know not intentionally sometimes <laughs> uh, yeah so I think that was it really and I think there's a, we have a lot of banter between us which I think is quite nice there's a nice relationship between between like Dave and Sam and yeah and, oh I'm loving watching them too oh they Aww. loved it that was the <laughs> the main thing that they both said at the end of it and all the way through really working together they'll never get that experience again to work together mm. um and it was just so lovely seeing them both mm. yeah and working together and getting and it has even now it's changed I think it's changed all our relationships we're a lot closer definitely we you pretty much I mean I don't know about you but we pretty much had no choice exactly you're you're totally (laughs) thrown into this environment you're detached from everything external completely people don't realize how immersive it is oh not at all and even your extended family you know my sister will probably speak to every day and my mom and um yeah my older daughter so you're not in contact with us because you've not got a telephone so when they actually came you know to visit it were like we'd not seen them for like years it (laughs) felt you know like we're like oh we're like catching up on it what's happened you know and everything because you've not got your telephone you've not got um you've not got anything really to and you you don't realize how you're constantly sort of in touch with other people whether it's on by phone on facebook messenger anything uh to not have any of that it's suddenly you are you you just talk to each other you we we talked more than we've ever talked before really about all sorts of things and you know at at end of day when you sort of still sat in costume because you're so tired that you haven't got bothered to get changed and you just and we used to say this is just so weird you know we're sat in a sort of 70s room talking about the most random things uh, just yeah it was surreal really yeah we I remember just just coming back to that because genuinely you are totally isolated from the outside world and I remember that feeling when my mum when my mum came to see us I was just oh mum I've missed you so much <laughs> and I couldn't go a week without seeing her sometimes yeah. but when you're in that environment just that familiarity and that yeah we do miss that you completely just everything like that and um you do feel quite isolated because you're quiet you're you're like that little gang because sometimes you're doing things you're not necessarily comfortable with and you're all in that same boat and nobody else understands that so it is and i think that's why it's changed our relationships 
you know going on from that because we there's only us who's experienced that so it's kind of with that little club really so mm. and that's how i feel like about you because exactly yeah this is such a unique kind of experience yeah you know there's just us and there's mrs rob mr and mrs robshaw yeah. and then there's the ashby hawkins yeah. and um i feel like we're in this little yeah. back in time family. Yeah, because unless you've done it, you can't. You can't really explain to people what it's like. It's no. so. It's it's just such an experience that I don't think you could ever, you know, explain fully to somebody. It mm. is so difficult. But we, you know, we loved it, and you know, we sat, we talked, we played games, we. We, we read books what we'd have never read and you know it's just yeah because you've got to find your entertainment somewhere mm-hmm. uh, um yeah and we'd because you're doing different things it was lovely end of day to sit and talk about what you know what the boys had been doing and telling them what we'd been doing because you don't always know no do you? no not They're at all all filming somewhere and you're yeah. Uh, for me um in the 60s i did very little work on the camera you know I, you can't tell when you're watching the program but obviously there's like i don't know 50 60 hours worth of footage condensed into 45 yeah. minutes really isn't it yeah and um in the 60s i barely i was on my own i was dressed in my 60s outfit in my 60s house bored out my tree because yeah. i could only listen to 60s music on my radiogram yeah read magazines from the 60s yeah. and knit yeah oh, right. patience oh my god i played so much patience you read music is a big one and we really that one of things when we got a radio we were so excited we got a radio I know. <laughs> I remember uh, that. because we miss music i think especially kids did because they've always got their headphones on and that was suddenly like god I could, i've got music again and uh you know even though it weren't necessarily music that they wanted to hear you know they, and they'd give us cds of that time yes you know? yeah, so, yeah but yeah there's so many things that you miss and you just take for granted really every day Uh, um it's so it's it's bizarre really Uh, talking about that the the kids did my kids actually the girls particularly they were 16 and 18 when we did back in time for tea and they really struggled with being um detached from the outside world that that sense of fear of missing out and isolation how did your teenagers cope with that i think there was a lot of that um olivia not being in touch with her friends because it's social media all the time and it's constant really they've oh. constantly got their phones glued to the hand and... yeah they don't know what it's like not to i mean no. we remember it don't we but they don't know what it's like not to be connected constantly no. sam's main thing was he's a real news buff not having access to what we're at and it were a time through summer when there were a lot happening with brexit and everything and it were like it, you know he'd be sort of trying to quiz uh, crew you know what's happening what's this and, you know david was sport missing sport what were happening with that but uh, um but olivia it was definitely a friends and you know not and, and actually not being able to tell her friends what she were doing sometimes you're doing really exciting things and it's like you can't tell anybody mm. and i think that's what you know they mm. missed out on uh, um, and I think as soon as you know we finished filming and they gave us his phones back it were like they were, I think there were part of me what kind of thought oh, I don't I don't want to switch it on and I me don't want to go back to that I felt 
felt like exactly yeah. the same. Um, I did. The kids were like straight away, you know, back on it, you know, catching up on what had been happening. So you know, I I have my phone with me all. I am. I I'm as bad. I'm glued to my phone. Yeah, me too. And I did not miss it a single bit when we were filming. In fact, I found it quite liberating not having it and me not too. being contactable and not being, you know, just not having to be involved in all the dramas and everything what's happening. It was just lovely. That I think that was one of the nicest things. And if I could go back to just... I think you've not got enough willpower to do it when you don't have to do it. So I, I sometimes think I'm going to not have my phone for a week, but like we've just been on holiday and it's like I'd said, oh, you know, I'm not going to. But I still got it on. Well, it happened to be the week that the show were going. You know, just well, the week yeah, before the show yeah, were going out. Awesome, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, it's so difficult to do. Um, and I think that was one of the biggest challenges actually, not being in touch with anybody, um, and not having that contact. Mm, I think for me, I um, I felt that way. I felt it was you're almost like you're living in the moment. Yeah. There's nothing else going on but what's going on right now. And people pay a fortune to learn how to be back in the present, don't they? they yeah. You know, meditating, going on retreats and doing all this. They just need to do back in time. Yeah. Because you are literally in the moment all the time. And I just found that to be just fantastic i loved it yeah you're focused on especially in early periods it's you're focusing on on living just on cooking uh you know working surviving and it's just there is there's no time for anything else really that's that's every, that's all your day taken up and then you're so tired at the end of it you're sleeping and that you know so yeah. um and you appreciate every little thing you know just having that bit of time together and having a nice meal and it, it's just yeah, I I think did it, I came away from it appreciating so much more than I did when when I went in. Me definitely. too. So you talk about um, having a nice meal. <laughs> well, yeah. Least, <laughs> how many actual nice meals did you? We didn't have, have any really. Na- <laughs> when I say nice meals, that's one of the better meals that we had. There were a few what we had what were all right. You know what? Actually, we've like gone. Oh yeah, and actually, I think when we got to eighties, we were at, uh, takeaways were obviously coming in then, so we were able to have a takeaway, which was like a massive treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had an Indian takeaway. We're like wow. Um, but oh, some and people say yeah, but you had proper meals after that. You know, if we ate, ate something really awful. Uh, and I think it's one of the things I had to cook with ox tongue and I don't actually think it made the final cut and it was the most horrific thing I've ever had to cook you know peeling the sort of outside of the tongue off and oh it was revolting but that would be our meal and then people go yeah but yeah but then you you know you had another meal after it didn't you it's like no that was our pizza in absolutely yeah there were times when we were actually hungry starving we we had I think it was second episode um and we ate oh summit meals were awful because it was wartime the second episode is water and yeah. wartime isn't it yeah that, that fascinated me because obviously the shop yeah was so pivotal the shopkeeper's responsibility and power went up massively oh, completely. Yeah. yeah you got such a responsibility and people were relying on you um and we really felt that you know when people were coming in and they were like oh we can't have this and you know we knew they were going to go home and they'd got it all in their cupboards anyway but you did feel like responsible and you did think oh you know this must have been awful you know um not being able to give people what they want um yeah there's a lot of power involved and you could you can understand how that could have been used you know 
in the wrong way uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i know when they got you to do something that wasn't quite right you were really upset weren't they were you? and they did that a few <laughs> times and sort of pushed us to sort of you know would you do this would you do that and a couple of times we were like no actually we wouldn't uh, uh, um but yeah it does make you think if you were in that situation what would you do and it does feel real yes you know it's not but it does when sam went off to war that felt so re- i could really feel what you know those moms must have been feeling at that time you know sending your your child off not knowing that whether they're going to come back or if they do come back are they going to be the same person you know because from what they've experienced it's yeah it were really really and we were all you know we were all upset because uh, um, I remember one at crew saying afterwards like you know if you want to get a good shot Olivia's crying at her mom and you know and oh. but we were genuinely upset about because we it were like it was sprung on us we we Sam got the letter he opened the letter then it were right right go and pack your bag you're going and we were like where's he going and they actually took him away for a couple of nights we didn't know where he'd gone oh really yeah and we were like uh, um we were like, where's he, you know, what, where's he gone? And they were like, oh, he's gone off to war, you know. And we were like, what, what's happened to him? And we, we, he actually went home and had a couple of days off, but we didn't know that. Yeah. And so it, you get that, to feel a little bit of that experience. I'm really glad you've said that because it doesn't make sense, really, in the scheme of things, that you feel that gamut of emotion. Because it's only it's for... It's not real. It's not yeah. real. But they make it such that... Yeah everything feels real yeah and you you know as a as a as a family you're you live in the lives of our great grandparents yeah. effectively and you can so you feel like you are really there yeah, and you that, do you do and you're tired because you've had long days and yeah. you're eating the sort of food and you're dressed in the heavy clothes and you, you kind of feel that way really mm. and you, you just you put yourself in that position because you, you you're experiencing it um so yeah you do get upset and emotional and you there do. were a few times when we got upset about things and you know when we'd had rubbish food all day and we were really starving hungry and we were getting a bit like oh you know a bit grumpy and a bit yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> i had a few they edit well though don't they, they? Do. The rest are kind. <laughs> they didn't show me having a tantrum over that cake on coronation day i'm so glad <laughs> but, but i i i remember giving the kids we, we'd come down in 1931 yeah and they'd, they'd been in during the night and taken everything out of the cupboards so we sat around the table and all I could find were this rock hard stale bread and lard not even dripping just lard oh. and I had to feed them bread and lard and I sat around and I stood there looking at the kids like going Ugh, like trying to eat it and I was really overcome with emotion I'm thinking what on earth is the matter with you Leslie yeah. because sometimes they go off to school without breakfast because we're, like, <laughs> we're not really that bothered about breakfast in our house sometimes we don't have breakfast at all but I think I would just, I was stood there as perhaps my great grandma, yeah. knowing that my children for a year couldn't, yeah, were hungry, and and that and as a parent, and connection yeah. that you have yeah. with that parent a hundred years ago is so strong it is and i don't think people realize that because people always think that you know that yes you got extra food or yeah you could go home at night or yes you could you know order a takeaway or and they don't realize how like you said immersive it is because it really is you, mm. you are you know experiencing that whole you know whole mm. thing it's yeah just... and and another interesting thing that you said was about um 
about not knowing so the spring everything on you and i don't think that's easy to explain to no, anyone no. we have you um no doubt had absolutely no clue what were happening next what anything no. you have no idea you walk into you? a room and you're presented <laughs> with something and it's like right this is what you've got to do which is can be quite scary you know, at times because <laughs> you think oh my god am i gonna do that i mean the first day when i did I, i'm not a baker i don't really do a lot of baking at home i don't do that a great deal of cooking um so when yeah suddenly it's like right you're baking these tarts and then you, you've got very limited equipment, very basic equipment. And you think, oh, my God, am I going to do that? That is just horrendous. And people say, oh, yeah, you know, they showed you what to do. They help you. They, they don't. Oh, you no. are on your own, oh, basically. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I did, right? <laughs> before be, before we went filming, um, I mean, I'm sure you remember Mrs. Robshaw's iconic, now oh. iconic TV moment <laughs> yeah. with the tin opener. Yeah. Well, I thought, Oh, I can't. I've I've got to learn how to use a tin opener before. I'm not. I'm not going to be in that position. So I I was YouTubing how to use it. How to use a tin opener. Well, we have a similar experience, which does make it in. Whereas just fell apart. It was shoddy goods we were selling at shop. Oh, was it? Oh. Uh, um, yeah, you, you you do have that panic before you go in about what are they going to ask me to do, what you know, and you you can't really imagine it. You know, we never thought we'd be doing exercises in Mearsbrook Park with Kelly Holmes. So actually, when they said right, we're going up to the park, um, and we didn't even know the costume because you know, obviously, you know your costumes your outfits for day for each day. Yeah, they'd not given us the, the um, what we we me and Olivia kept in us um in his full outfits but the boys had all got shorts well they didn't see him till literally about half an hour before we were doing that scene and they sort of said right you've got these these clothes to put on which didn't really fit them very well um and then they said right we're going up to parker we're thinking what we're doing you know and literally they tell you just as you're getting there this is what you're doing you're doing an exercise class with kelly holmes and it's like okay <laughs> yeah. oh brilliant though to meet Kelly oh Holmes. yeah she was fantastic as well oh, really really good oh she and I love the hair oh my goodness yeah that hair got some twitter love as well didn't it yeah. Kelly Holmes hair. <laughs> it is it's fantastic <laughs> yeah know. she was a lovely look in fact all the celebrities we met all the way through were brilliant so. yeah same same we met some fabulous people yeah. something that I've realized afterwards in reflection after we'd filmed the tv program was that because we didn't know what was going to happen and we had no choices in anything and i found that empowering in a weird kind of way because every single day we make decisions teeny tiny little decisions micro decisions like what underwear am i going to wear what color lipstick will i wear a watch today what am i going to have for tea and all these choices that we make on a day-to-day basis when you're filming back in time you don't make any of them no. they choose your underwear they choose your jewelry they choose what you're going to be talking about in effect yeah. don't they because they sort of direct the story they don't choose your words but they yeah i think it's quite liberating in a way that you've not got to do that and it's quite it's quite relaxing that you've not got that pressure to to be thinking all the time what am I going to do what am I going to yeah that's it they're telling you what to do and somebody had mentioned that before we went in they said you love it because you're told what to do you've got no decision making you've got no worries about what you're eating for tea or you know what you're going to do next it's 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 there you're told what to wear and yeah and it and I found that quite liberating I found it quite it's just like 
you can think about other things then it's not you've not got that to think about so um so yeah quite relaxing in a way yeah i i and it was only on reflection that i realized that that were the one of the things that i really loved is letting go of any control whatsoever and letting somebody else it's like being a baby letting somebody else do everything tell you what to do yeah and um and I, i can't think of any other situation in life that you would be in that situation you know as a mum I mean you're constantly making decisions for you you're organizing and your kids and whereas that is just yeah everything was was decided for you and it quite yeah quite even though there were long days I mean god we were 12 hours some days Mm, um you finished late in evening and you work over a weekend I think people don't realize that we were sort of doing eight days at a time mm-hmm. and then you get two days off on one of those days is sort of your makeup costume. and your hair and costumes <laughs> yeah. yeah so 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 there is it's a lot of work um but it but in a way yeah it was a bit relaxing because you could just switch off a little bit yeah absolutely yeah Um, so I'm just looking at now I've got a list here of all the questions that everyone always asks yeah. me <laughs> I, I do a lot of um, talks on back in time tea, for tea especially like it's the blue rinse brigade they absolutely it is, love, they it, love it it's so nostalgic yeah um so we've talked we've covered off loads anyway me and you could talk yeah. now, <laughs> <laughs> did the kids were they worried at all about what the friends might say or yes i think that was their main concern was what the friends would say mm. um and actually the friends have been absolutely brilliant and so you know sam especially his friends came up and they're in a few episodes they loved it. and you know for lads at that age 2021 20, um they all got into it really you know and um absolutely loved it and they're so chuffed that they're actually made made the final idea yeah. um i think olivia probably i think girls are just a little bit more sensitive to things like that mm. um so she were a bit worried um but they've all been great they've mm. all loved it so and she does like um she's always enjoyed uh performing and you know um not on a big you know she's never into any drama classes but she, she's doing performing arts at, at, at college now uh one of her a levels but she 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 really enjoyed it and i think her friends are all very similar and they're like sort of really impressed by it and yeah how old how old is olivia olivia's 16 so. right so she's olivia's the same age that freya was yeah. olivia and freya have been in contact yeah they are the yeah ago. i know <laughs> <laughs> and she loves that that she's got i think because again it's nobody understands what you've done and what you've been through unless they've done it and i know yeah you no. can tell anybody all about it but really unless you've done it you you, you don't really get it completely no no you don't you don't so um because my girls they they were in a fortunate position because caitlin had just finished her a levels yeah. and we're going off to uni freya had just finished a gcc so we're leaving school and going to college yeah. i think had either of them had it been a year before and they were knew they were gonna have to go back into that same school environment with those same friends i think it would have been different yeah. but they had that kind of liberation that they were moving on and yeah. leaving most of the friends behind if you like but harvey was a little bit worried it was his only concern because he was 13 and um, when he was 11 at his first school he'd had a little bit of bullying issues Mm. 
and um, so he moved schools and he'd been fine ever since but I think it was just that underlying worry Though, and I think the first when the first episode screened the following day both Olivia and Ben were really really nervous about going back to school and college they were really mm. uh, what are people going to say And mm. but they've had you know there's been no negativity everybody's been fantastic and luckily uh, Ben's at quite a small school so the, it's you know a lot of people knew already because he'd obviously been out of school for summer because um, we did quite a bit of filming the last episode we did over quite a few days and so he were at, and I think actually during the summer his school went back before our filming finished so ah. I had a bit of time out then mm -hmm. and I think that was one of the things that upset Olivia because she was starting back at college and she didn't start the first week so it was all new and she missed the first week so I think that was one of her main worries that is exactly yeah. what happened with Freya so Harvey's school actually went back the day after we finished filming um, but Freya missed the first week in September and actually I think it did have a detrimental effect on her. Yeah, I think Olivia will still bring it up now because she'll mm -hmm. say, you know, it's because it did that first week when they did this and when they did that and she, she still talks about it a lot. I mean, luckily she's made some new friends and they've all been brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it did that was the thing that worried her more than anything yeah i think i think that first week because everybody's new they're all coming from exactly. all over the place they don't yeah. really know anyone and they're making all those connections and bonds in that first week yeah and then you know and i think it, especially in olivia's performing arts they had to do a little bit of a um you know a, a short piece about the self and something special about the self and she'd missed all everybody else's but then the teacher sort of said oh well you because you you're, you've started now you've got to do yours and she was really stressing about it, but then she did it about the show, which were really brave for her to do it. Yeah. And um, and I think it put it out there then that actually this is what I've done, and it's going to be on in a few months' time. And so people knew because I think she'd have been more worried if people didn't Hadn't know, and known. then suddenly it's on, and it's like, oh, you know. But it's weird because it's kind of a secret. Yeah. That I don't know how you felt in that time, but when you've wrapped filming and it's all done, you've got this weird sort of it feels like no man's land. Yeah. While you're waiting for it to air, and you, we did, but we 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 were supposed to do the last episode in October, November time, and then because of delays, we actually finished filming about um January. Oh, and did then, you? Yeah. The, so the last episode wasn't actually finished when they aired the first episode so um not all put together anyway uh so yeah so we were sort of more or less filming up to just before oh good we, grief because originally it was going to be april and they'd said all along oh, it's going to be april it's uh, it's screened and then we, with sort of two weeks to go uh, they said oh it's going to be february we're like oh you know panic it's re that really surprised me because they couldn't give us a date when it was going to be aired up until the time it was going to be yeah, aired. yeah literally so, a week before yeah. they wouldn't confirm it yeah uh, and all the way through uh, you know even at the beginning they were saying this time it's going to be april and it, so we were really really geared up for april and then yeah two weeks before and they said they gave us a date and said but we can't confirm that till next week so that was a week before and so you can't say anything to anybody till then no i mean obviously friends and family yeah, knew they've been a new neighbor um, my neighbors i mean the street was just oh, in yeah, upheaval <laughs> for most of the time so anybody who were walking the dogs around our local park knew yeah. and anybody who walked up and down our street neighbors everybody you know yeah but other than that it is quite you have still got to keep it mm. you know quite 
close to your chest, aren't you? And it's, it's kind of, yeah. Uh, so when I actually, we knew the day and it'd been confirmed and I put it on like my Facebook and social media and things like that and my work put it out there on our, my work's Facebook page. Yeah. It was like, oh God, you know. <laughs> and there were a few people who were like, oh my God, wow. Um, but yeah, everybody's been fantastic. We've had really no negative you know and you do worry about that you worry about the twitter and things mm. like that and you you know i'd said oh, i'm not going on twitter i'm not going to look but you you, you do <laughs> yeah. I've, i barely ever use twitter but i, I don't. used to love it after the show and uh, have you had any have you had any negative stuff any i think more than the negative things have been those sort of things about historical context and about the shop and about things yes, like that yeah. which they, they had mentioned that's what you'll probably get i don't think we've had any i've not seen any there's been odd one what you know but nothing you know what's been yeah. i've been too concerned about really. we were the same we i mean that you know i think the show in general it, because it's so such a lovely show and it attracts yeah it attracts people who are interested in social history so it generally is really good it's a couple of forums out there what i won't even look at my <laughs> older daughter's looked at I me mean, she keeps sending me little bits from him and i've she said don't go on him and i, I have yeah. but look at the, somebody had said i look like some some actress and some of these suggestions of the actresses, what I look like, were pretty horrendous. Oh. <laughs> so I've not even gone back to look on that. No, no, it's not worth it. I think Caitlin saw something once where somebody put um, that eldest girl for Back in Time for Tea's a bit all right, a bit of all right, and 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 somebody put underneath should have gone to Specs. <laughs> <laughs> But we laugh about things. You know, if we do I see laughed about I find it, Caitlin, it hilarious. Caitlin was not that amused. No, I think if, if it's about you, and I, I think people, maybe we maybe we just fell at a, a time when people were becoming a bit more conscious about what they say on, on Twitter and things mm, like that. Yeah, So yeah. I think timing-wise, it might have been a bit, you know, uh, that might have helped with not gain the negativity I, I think maybe it did but honestly it's probably just because you're all bloody brilliant you know? I think that's what it is <laughs> so, but you know you worry that you're not because you worry you kind of you never know do you till it goes out what people are going to say about you you've it, no idea it's quite scary thinking how people are going to take it do you know what I, I had a bit of a revelation before it aired my best friend who was on the show quite a bit said to me are you are you really nervous about whether people are going to like you or not and I said, I think I am. Uh, yeah, I've got nerves there. I'm not entirely sure what the nerves are for, but yeah, I think I am. And she said, she said, right, yeah, I understand that. And then I went, hang on a minute, I'm just thinking about this. Think realistically thinking about this. Do you know what I'm most worried about? I'm worried about what if I don't like me? Yeah. And if I don't like me, then it doesn't matter whether anybody else likes me or not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like it, and that I realised when I really thought and dug down. That was my biggest worry, and um, thankfully I did like me, even though I looked like ten ton Tessa and oh, I had no I, makeup I on and all that. that I, had to, I knew beforehand I was gonna have to just you know let go of any attachment yeah. to the, my uh, yeah. the way I looked, but. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed... think, if anything, it's made me feel more comfortable about our look. And I, and I really didn't think that I thought... When we started doing it, I think, 
I'm, I'm going to feel I look really far, really old, really this. And there are, there are moments when you f- very first watch it, you think, oh, God, I sound so broad. I look so far. And I look, <laughs> you know. But actually, having watched it several times now, I think, actually, I don't look that bad. I'm 50 year old. I don't look that bad. You I don't. don't sound that bad. I'm Yorkshire. I'm proud of being, York, you know, Yorkshire. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm quite comfortable with it. I don't, I, I don't feel this certain bits where I pull faces and I think why did I pull that face you know and I think when you've watched it several times you you know they jump out at you even more but I think actually I'm quite I'm quite proud of it I think that when we'd watched first couple of episodes because we we were lucky that we saw the episodes before and oh yeah we we didn't we saw them when they actually aired I think that was because the filming had gone on for so long with the last episode they wanted us to just give us a few reminders on what we'd done and what ah, we're actually right. in it because yeah, we yeah. needed to talk about it so we watched the first two with one of the producers and um through through sort of over a cushion through his fingers like going <laughs> oh cringing but when we watched it again and i said actually i do feel really really proud of what we've done and i think that you know we all said that it's it's turned out probably better and with the edit it lovely don't they? oh so they I think do yeah it's it's you can pretend you can pretend you're much more perfect than you really are because yeah. the edit is so well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, my hair, because my hair was the, oh, it was, because, you know, I'd only got a fairly short bob, so st- doing all different styles was really difficult, so I've got a lot of hair pieces on and now we're having to curl it every day. And... People think that you've got hair and makeup yeah, in, don't and they? don't. Uh-uh. You have to do it no, all yourself. Well, we Dave did my ta- hair tantrums if you were there. <laughs> did you? Dave were brilliant. Dave did your hair? Yeah, he did my hair every morning. Is you know, it was another new skill he learned. <laughs> so <laughs> is this is he kept it up? Does no. he still straighten it for you? <laughs> no, definitely not. But curling it because I just couldn't put the curlers you know, the curlers in myself and uh, so I'd do Olivia's and he'd do mine. <laughs> We had a few like hair tantrums. Yes, yeah. I think I'm that was what you, stressed Freya. me out more than anything. That was my every morning when I got up, I'd be thinking, "Oh God, I couldn't do my hair." Especially yeah. the first one when I'd got a hair piece on, because like pinning that on and curling it and getting it all in. But now I look at it and think, "God, you did a really you good did job." Well, yeah, yeah. I I used to when I were watching, I used to think, "Oh no, she's going to have a head in her hands." Bunny that did our hair and makeup. I'm thinking she should. So the, what they do is on the first morning before you start, if I'm assuming they did the same they do your hair and makeup sort of to teach you how to do yeah. it and then you're left to do it yourself yeah. after that well you? we had a session we had a separate session on what well, on the two days that we had off one of those days was hair and makeup so she'd give us like tutorials and give us lessons and then on the morning of the first episode she would do it for us that day so yes. we always looked lovely in his walk and everything you know so because uh, she's done it and then the rest of the time we were on his own so yeah um but then- dave were fine <laughs> <laughs> really but yeah me and olivia we just used to stress all oh, the time no, no. and sam sam really conscious about having you know different styles and things and his mustache that because his oh, mustache comes oh, off yeah, on the next one yeah yeah So I think obviously this this podcast is about um, about and for middle aged women, yeah, and we're a similar age, yeah. And I've one of the one of the inspirations for doing the podcast is my experience through back in time of being a middle aged woman and what that entailed and the expectations and how things have changed through the twentieth century yeah. for us as women, and my um, thoughts 
are that I don't think there's ever been a better time to be middle-aged than now completely and I think we had that discussion when we were doing the show we've got so much more freedom you know I'm one of the another reason why I did the show is I just got promoted and I thought actually it might give me a bit more confidence in to do the role that I'm doing and hopefully move up to you know to be the manager of the organization I work for um so yeah and really when you've done the show and you look at what women at the you know in past uh, decades were doing at that, that their life were over really at that at this age so yeah. yeah I'm thinking actually this is the start of another you know exciting you know period for me this next 20 years so I'm yeah. so glad you've said that because that were my feeling yeah. too it was almost like once you hit like menopausal age you you know middle age and your child you've you've actually raised your children then your purpose is yeah over and you know your opportunities are limited but now it's almost like a bit of a rebirth yeah like you two my two have gone to university exactly which is devastating but that in a way has given us a freedom to to do you know to do more as a couple and to do more as like with your life really I think I I moved into this new job when Ben went up to secondary school and that were like god I've got no school runs I've got no it were like just a freedom freedom Uh, and liberation yeah yeah yeah, I do get that I didn't see it as yeah it's always you know my last one's gone up to secondary school and it's sad and everything it's so conflicting you you have got that wow I'm free (laughs) I know I I totally resonate with that and I mean I have felt so sad when Freya went to uni particularly suddenly I really and and Caitlin Caitlin used to come home a lot so she actually packed her bags the day after we wrapped filming for back in time for tea we that following morning we packed the car up and we all went down to Lincoln to drop her off at uni she literally left the house in 1999 and came back to it in October in 2017 um so that were really weird for her but also I saw we'd been on top of each other for all that summer, so we we were glad to have a bit of space. If I'm honest, yeah, we needed that bit of space from each other, and um, so I didn't feel that instant sort of sadness when she went. But she came back a lot. She was yeah. homesick. She came back a lot. But now she's got a boyfriend who lives in Hertfordshire. So instead of going from Lincoln to Yorkshire when she's got time off, she goes from Lincoln oh, yeah. to Hertfordshire, and so that had happened more and more over the summer last summer she got a job at Stansted Airport which meant she wasn't up with us yeah we hardly saw her and then Freya went in September and I was just overwhelmed with sadness it is it's so it's such a massive change from I mean I've got an older daughter as well who's uh, 20 and then Sam's 21 they both went at the same time because Sam had changed a levels goodness so literally um the one went one weekend the the other went the following weekend and it was just i remember driving ellie to york and just crying the whole way back uh and then the following weekend we took sam but sam's local so although he's moved out he's i see him constantly for his washing doing and (laughs) when he's run out of money and things like that so we see him a lot and but ellie like you said she works up in york so she she used to come back at weekend um and now you know we sort of go up there and things like that but yeah they've got another life then somewhere else and it's so so sad um but it's lovely when myself for that i don't think i I don't think i ever realized how I think it's the first time when we sat down and there was just the four of us. Yeah. Um, 
when we've been used to all sitting down at meal times, we've always done that. We've always had meals together. Us too. And then yeah. suddenly there's only four of you. And I remember Olivia getting really upset, saying, Oh, it don't feel right, you know. And she, I think she missed them. Yeah. Uh, I think she's quite glad now. And when they come back, it's a bit like, mm, they're back. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know, and it is lovely when they're all there. And this, this summer we were going to Cornwall and we thought it'd just be four of us. And then Sam sort of said, Oh, I'll come. And then Ellie came back and she said, Where are we going on the summer holiday? And I said, I didn't think you'd want to come. And she went, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're all going oh, down to Colin, which is lovely, and I'm right looking forward to that. Yeah, I never thought I would, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I I do, and you know, I just um, but but going back to it, as a middle-aged woman, we have so much going on. It's so conflicted because yeah. we've got this new freedom. It's like a new start, and we're mourning a little bit about our lives have changed, and we we go through transitions, don't we, as women? Quite significant Definitely. transitions. Yeah. Um, you know becoming a mum is a massive transition and then that transition where your children sort of become independent from you is almost as as impactful but it creates all these positives as well doesn't it I think then you've got to find yourself again aren't you you've got to find who you are and what you like because you've done everything around your kids really and I think We've we've always tried to be very careful of doing his own things as well, you know. Like me and Dave have always gone away, uh, you know, on his own for a weekend, yeah, we whenever have to. possible, just because you've got to keep that going. Because I think I know so many people when the kids have reached so, uh, you know, late teens, gone away to university, that they've just There's ended up falling left. apart. Yeah, mm. what do you talk about, you know? Um, so we we've always been mindful of that, but um, but yeah, there is so many opportunities, and I think I feel now more comfortable in myself and more excited about the future than I ever did when I was sort of in my because th- like with having four kids your 30s your 40s are just taken up you're just dealing with thick kids, of it yeah. aren't you you're just I mean, in I can't, the thick of it I, to be honest my 30s I can't really remember any significant things happening in my 30s because it was just basically you, you're bringing up four kids and that's it and mm. you're working and you're just trying to juggle everything so, so and, it, and now I, I, I totally totally i'm with you on that yeah. i think now i've got time to think about and remember who i am yeah when i'm not just being a mum yeah and and all those kind of um all that creativity that i used to have yeah. is coming back and yeah it's just and you can do things you can you know i can go and go for a swim or i can go you know we, we can go out for a meal in an evening and we're not having to think about oh we've got to get a babysitter we've got to do this we've got you know it's just that having that freedom to do what you want when you want you know and if you're late at work it's not like oh, i've got to get who's going to pick kids up who's going to do this i can you just feel a little bit more relaxed about life i think yeah so. agreed so what's the future then for the arden family oh i don't know i think it's quite exciting we're a bit it's given us a thirst for something obviously not television or anything like that but i think it's given us a thirst for some adventure and excitement because it was so out it completely took us out of our comfort zone it's just so it we were I don't think anybody would have thought we'd be the family who'd do that so I think it's 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 and it's worked and I think it's like actually we can do that it's given us all a bit of confidence to do something else and to move on um so yeah I, I, I'm kind of excited I'm waiting for the next thing that I'm, and I, I will if any challenges come up I'll I'll grab them by you know and run with them I'm not it's kind of give me a bit more um yeah, I feel a bit fearless now. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that too. I do. Things I'd normally say, oh, no, that's not for me. That's something that other people do. Now I'm thinking, actually, 
yeah, could do that. We definitely. could do that. Yeah. I, you know. I, and I think kids are the same. Olivia was so quiet and so... And now she's just up for anything. Um, and and even Ben, uh, it, it, I mean, he, Ben just is, lives in Ben's world. Even We've always said that. But he's just becoming, you know, his own little person. And it's given him, you know, people people who he said at school, like, oh, everybody's talking to me. And I think it's given him that. Actually, you know, I, I've done something really special and I, I can do other things as well. So I guess finally, really, I think we need to talk about the program and um i think i said earlier when it's on but when obviously when this is when this goes live this podcast it might evolve finish might the program um, but it, i don't know when quite is it when when does it finish when's the last I think it episode? finishes at the end of march so right so it will have yeah. just finished when um when this happens yeah. but it'll be on iPlayer won't it yes it's on iPlayer afterwards. for a month after that so. right okay so it's going to be on iPlayer until the end of April so if you're listening to this and listening to Joanne talking about back in time for the corner shop has made you think you've missed out well I'm telling you you totally have and it's on iPlayer go find it because it is absolutely brilliant so um, thank you so I'm so happy that you agreed to come in Joe. I've been more excited about this podcast episode than any other <laughs> and I- <laughs> Thank my, you, it's been brilliant. My back-in-time sister, <laughs> Jo Arden. <laughs> we always finish the podcast with a fact about women. And I have a fact here that um, in 1770, a bill was proposed in British Parliament which suggested that any woman wearing makeup should be punished for witchcraft. <laughs> What would they think now with all eyebrows? (laughs) Can you imagine going on Instagram now? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Right, thank you so much again once again, Jo. Thank you. It's been great to have you. Thank you.